All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to Let's go! Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team one podcast. Team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. What's up, guys? Hello, friends. This is the nicest week of the year. The best week of the year, guys. It's Masters Week. (laughs) One Team, One Podcast, Episode 67, coming to you from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And we are positive, guys. There is no negativity around here at all. It is Mm. only good thoughts. Mm. Azalea's blooming. Mm. You know what time it is. It's time for the Masters on CBS. The one week of the year that I'm going to very happily wake up at seven o'clock tomorrow. I'm supposed to go to work. I'm actually under the weather. Um, so there is a chance. No, I really am. Uh, there is, is a chance that I don't go to work tomorrow. Um, and it would just be a coincidence this year, but yeah, I would mm. wake up and just watch the masters all day long. On... Convenient. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, welcome back to One Team, One Podcast. It's Jack and Matt. Um, <clears throat> man, a lot going on. A lot going on. Um, we're going to talk about some LSU stuff in a little bit, but this episode is really going to be about golf, probably. <laughs> so if you don't like it, tough. Get over it. It's stogies and bogeys time. Um, all right, so... The Masters is here, and we will we will lower that. We'll play that again in a little bit because you just can't get enough of it. No, uh, it's Masters time. I wake up to that every morning. By we're the way. we're watching. Um, I, Jack Nichols was just on the screen. Now we're looking at um, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Spieth. Uh, we're going to talk about. I have a fan duel that I'm a part of, and we do. We're doing our Masters bracket or not bracket. What is it called? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's called a league, technically. So but is you have to pick like six people or how does it pick, work? Uh, so you pick. Uh, Explain it to our listeners. There's the first group that you pick is out of the first timers, quote unquote, and there's only six of those guys. Three of them are amateurs. Okay. Um, one of those is uh, Will Zalatoris, and I'm pretty sure our guy from Catholic High mentioned him as someone one of the that, guys that he's looking um, at. Yeah, he could, he actually he went to Wake Forest. Will Zalatoris. Walter did. Anderson. That was uh, our Walter guy Anderson. from Catholic. I, I was trying to remember his name. Um. um Okay. Yeah, so I picked him out of there just because of that. And Will Zalatoris is actually a top 50 player in the world right now. Um, but anyway, so and then the next group that you pick is uh, former winners. Um, and I think there were something like 14 of those, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's Americans, and then it's international players. Okay. So and then the, you pick a tiebreaker, um, which is uh, how many pars will be made in the entire tournament. <laughs> 
Okay. Whatever. How, how many, uh, I, you how just many, look at last year. How many year? would you guess for that? How many pars are made in the, in the entire, entire tournament? tournament? How many, I didn't even how many look people are year. even in the tournament? Huh? It's uh, 88. And then I think 62, 64 make the cut. Oh, Jesus. I put, um, I put 3,100 something. I mean, I would just go off of last year and see if, if you could find the stat on how many were made last year or uh, maybe yeah, no, in 2019. I didn't, I didn't even do that. I kind of wanted to just see if I could do it. I would go to 2019 because mm-hmm. 2020 was in the in November and it was like high scoring and everything. So you right. need to go back to 2019. Right. Yeah, see right. this guy. Oh, my God. I'm smart. Uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Grash is in the in the chat already. Masters fantasy baby, let's go. Yes. Um. All right. So we're gonna talk about my FanDuel because I'm in a FanDuel FanDuel tournament. Are you? Yes. It's a hundred dollar buy in. Okay. And I think there's like twelve people. Sure. I have to pick six guys. Okay. And I only have sixty thousand dollars to have spend. You, have you picked anybody yet? I've picked all six, but okay. I, I will go. Th- we'll go through Do it. it. Do it. And we'll oh, get get. Let's uh, you know, stir it up a little bit. Like we don't want to get to it right this second. We can get to it in a second. What are we waiting on? Um. All right. So, but there's six guys, and like obviously, uh, Dustin Johnson's the the most money and sure. Bryson DeChambeau, and you know, you know the drill. Definitely. But you can go all the way down to like yeah. um uh fred couples at like eight thousand or whatever uh-huh. yeah so anyway I'll, I'll go over my list in a second but okay. first before we do all that we have to talk about our, our great partners uh for one team one podcast brand new sponsor and he's located on the screen right here down there uh all audio podcasts now are presented by bank of england mortgage that's boe mortgage patrick michelson a great friend for years of mine um he is uh running the southern states um area region of bank of england mortgage uh he lives in st francisville great guy uh i called i talked to him the other day he was in um he was in dallas i was doing our old-fashioned review um at uh overpass merchant he was actually at the new rangers ballpark mm-hmm. and he was uh at there he says behind home plate they have a speakeasy where you can go in and it's like a little bar at the like behind behind home plate or whatever they have like a little bar in there where'd you say this was that the new rangers ballpark in dallas oh yeah and he yeah. said he was gonna try their old fashions and did tell me how, how they went <laughs> i haven't i haven't seen anything did about you, them no yet. did you see how uh how packed that stadium was no that was the most packed stadium i've so, seen since last year yeah well i know that's like a big deal right, right. like uh in texas is right. definitely you can do all that in texas right um yeah great partner of ours i just figured the mlb wouldn't allow it I, I think it's just a state by state rule, right? Yeah, I like, guess so. I guess so. Um, so great partner of ours. Uh, he's, we're going to be talking to him more about, there's some golf stuff that we need to talk to him about. And we may be on the verge of something bigger with um, a golf mm-hmm. side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're thinking like a golf tour, golf reviews, golf course reviews, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff in motion with that. So we'll, we'll keep you guys abreast of what, what was going on, what's going on with that. Right. Um, there's a production company. <laughs> like it's getting to where it's like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm reaching out to Southern Marsh. Do you want, mm-hmm. do you want the Southern Marsh 
golf tour of Louisiana. I think we, that would be uh, a we, pretty we talked, easy idea. We talked to uh, Michael Jordan today. <laughs> yeah, we emailed Michael Jordan at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> no I'm sure that he's was got actually one, him. right? <laughs> he sent it. You actually sent it there, I right? typed in Michael space Jordan, and then it said Michael Jordan at gmail.com. And I said, sure, sure why not? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, and you said, just do it, sponsor yeah. us, just do it. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we got a, a whole bunch of things going. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm talking to, to people, obviously we have the bourbon stuff going. We're still doing that. We're in the elite eight. Um, and we have stabs versus Oliver twist tomorrow night. And then we're on to the final four. So obviously guys, we love LSU sports. We love bourbon. Uh, I'm drinking an old fashioned right now, even though I can't breathe out of my nose, I'm still drinking an old fashioned. It's probably a good thing. It probably helps me. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, uh, we love golf and we love to smoke cigars. That's what they used to do way back in the day. This was a, this was a drink heavily. Well, no, no, this, the old fashioned was actually, I've, I've heard this is it. This was like the elixir that you would drink in the morning to get, to open up your, system or whatever oh yeah. wow yeah that's where the, that's where the bitters come from and all that stuff there you go um yeah we see courtesy automotive group is on the screen as well we appreciate uh brandon lejan over in uh, lafayette guys reach out to him he can deliver cars to you anywhere in the state guys um he's he posted a deal today every now and then he'll get a a used car in you got to reach out to him whenever he does that if you guys are looking for an automobile give brandon a call he'll hook you guys up with a great deal tell him that you love will wade for christ's sakes tell him that you love will wade he's going to knock the price off of the vehicle i'm telling you just telling you <laughs> say boot up or something like that he, he'll knock it off um, um it also Brand, brandon a golfer at all uh i'll re, i'll ask him i don't think he is i don't think so either i mean he's basketball he's yeah, a big time ba- basketball, big basketball guy. guy although he told me that he wouldn't play in a basketball league either so mm. We're all getting older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, when I tried to do that whole thing, he was like, uh, you know, we're a bunch of old 45 year olds yeah, from right. Lafayette. Right. And I was yeah. like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, all right. So also we need to give a big shout out to relief pools and spas, uh, relief pools and patios, I should say, but he does spas, uh, uh, Ben Landry, give him a call. He, so he had a, a pool company out a full disclosure on Ben. Great guy, young guy, very hungry. Um, but he's he's learned his lessons in business. So he had a pool company, uh, didn't go great. He did a marketing company, COVID hit, and he went back to kind of like what he was really good at, which was just servicing people one time, one pool at a time. And that's kind of what his motto is now is he just wants to like he was he just wants to give a good product each and every time. And he doesn't want to take too many business at too much business at the same time so he's actually full up until like i think june or july so get on the books now because he doesn't want to take too many at one time because he knows and a lot of pool companies don't don't know this i've had a, i've put a pool in myself and mm. th- this is what happens is they get so full with business they start rushing you or all of a sudden you don't see these guys for like two weeks because they're on another job and it's piss poor service. Uh, he knows that he's been through the drill on this already. So give uh, Ben Landry a call on this great guy. Uh, we're going to play golf with Ben soon too. He wants to play golf. Fantastic. Um, I told him maybe, how, maybe been, next week at some point. Is he, so is he good? Yeah, he's decent. He's, um, decent? Okay. he's better. He's better than me for sure. Tell um, me that you're decent. That means no, he I'm might be like 85. He might you know, be like uh, 15, high eighties, high eighties. That's, yeah. 
That's ideal. Um, so a good guy. Um, give them a guy, give him a, give him a call. He's from Baton Rouge. Um, and he's a hustler guy. So he'll make it, he'll make it happen and tell him that the podcast sent you for Christ's sakes, tell him that, uh, he'll, he'll love that. Um, also ether insurance, Adam and Murado, ether insurance. You're just throwing them out one by one, man. Wow. <laughs> um adam adam Murado, ether insurance uh any quote you want any insurance so auto home life uh commercial all of that um dude they'll they're they're getting quotes like crazy you want to talk about another guy that can hustle for some business i'm telling you if you give him a quote and you say hey look um i will only do business with you if it's this much less than this he is going to find something to work um he's also in the real estate business he's also in the mortgage business so dude he he figures out ways to help out his clients so give adam emirato a call um send him a, a get a put a quote online at, at etherins.com that would be awesome um also bogies want to give a big shout out to clayton uh over at bogies we're going to be doing a show that's bear process safety we'll do we'll talk about bear uh the big orange bear uh, adam barry process safety um for plant industrial um give these guys a call they're doing kind of i would say it's um nobody else is doing this stuff nobody else is doing some of the things that bear process safety is doing in that in that in that genre um th- there's a lot of old school guys in process safety and i don't know if you guys know that but like they're just the young uh innovative crew that's getting business that some of these old timers are not going to be able to get they're getting stuff from like he was he was in belgium he was doing something in uh south korea recently uh all through zoom all automated like they they have it all figured out to where they're just a small little boutique company in um baton rouge but they can do all this stuff anyway um so bear process safety reach out to them uh bearprocesssafety.com and then bogeys uh it's clayton over at bogeys man so um check these guys out they're they're back open full capacity now they really need i know it's bogeys everybody knows the name bogeys but man these places need help yeah restaurants and bars is in general we were at overpass and it's like man they can finally be at full capacity right yeah you know something about bogeys too is uh when we went there uh for the durante jones bourbon club mm-hmm. um we, me and uh me and cole came and uh just came and watched y'all and man the, it's so much nicer in there now they completely oh, yeah. redid it yeah. during COVID. That was, I, I mean, that was a great call. A lot of those Tigerland bars have done that. But yeah, Bogues the house is, is like that now. Bogues has a pool table. Yeah, they have a That's pool fantastic. table. They redid um, all the floors. It looks really nice in there, actually. And I want to try – so it depends on the weather this weekend. We're kind of playing it by ear. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to make bogeys kind of like the masters, obviously, bogeys with with golf reference. We're, sure. We'll, we'll try to go out there. I'm thinking Saturday – during the day they may be doing like a crawfish boil or something and yeah. maybe we're outside if the we weather are. is right i don't know if it will be but if the weather's right we can be outside on the mm-hmm. patio while they're doing a crawfish boil mm-hmm. with the masters some, they give some free crawfish absolutely yeah, no. yeah so um <laughs> he's completely on board with us and we love we love those guys we're doing some bogey's merch on our website so check out one team one podcast.com also we have a whole bunch of stuff going on uh on that website new shirts and stuff all the time we're getting some people giving a shit on on Twitter about um, mm. Stephen Miller s- stealing stealing shirts still <laughs> like I mean we're still on this um, dude I, there's some people that are just they 
we're living in their head apparently <laughs> um i still get stuff about this all the time that is so one year ago steven it's so 2020 steven <laughs> um we've, we've moved on buddy come on bro yeah come on um, bro ball what you doing ball but anyway um all right so let's talk about um let's talk about you want to talk about the masters let me let me pull up my fan duel who oh, okay, who, who is your who is your like your picks here for uh to win okay so my picks on the um like who would you bet on who would I bet money on? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. I don't actually know a lot of the um, sports lines, like a lot of the um, – I don't know the odds. Well, they're all like a plus whatever, you know, sure. like for golf. Sure. No, um, I get that, but I don't I don't know um, I don't know those like off the top of my head. Okay, here's – here. you want to give – I'll give you my six. Okay. Uh, this is a starting lineup, and I'm not sure – I don't know all the rules on this. I don't know if it's something that I can like change after the first round. I doubt it. Or is this is just throughout, right? I'm pretty sure it would be, okay. right? Um, Speth, Jordan Speth. Speth. What, what were his odds? <laughs> well, there's no odds. It's like it. So you get sixty thousand dollars to spend, and his is ten thousand nine hundred dollars. Okay. So he's just over the ten thousand mark. So sixty thousand, you said sixty thousand. You get okay. six golfers. My next one is Matthew Wolf. You mentioned Matthew Wolf on, on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter today. <laughs> um, Next is uh, I kind of went a little little crazy with the money here, mm-hmm. um, but Justin Thomas. What was he? Eleven thousand eight hundred dollars. I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, Wolfie was again? Nine thousand. So 9, I thought that was a great yes, pick. Under the yeah, great pick. Um, I think this guy is uh, ready to bust out a little bit. I know who it is. Who? Victor Hovland. No. No, such Victor a, Hovland was you're too. Such a Victor Hovland guy. No, Matthew Wolf. I'm a Matthew Wolf guy. But you've been a Victor Hovland guy for like three or four years. Yeah, I like it? Victor Hovland. Um, so this one I think is a guy that he's been waiting around, and I think he's about to like. He's a good one to for the money. Uh, Jason Day, nine thousand eight hundred dollars. Really? Okay, that's an interesting. I like it. Here's a guy. Strangely right, low. So here's a guy who's it, it was over the ten thousand mark, but. Yeah. He can pop off a 63 anytime he wants, it feels like. Every mm. now and then you're like, holy shit, this guy had a 62. <laughs> you, who is it? Man, I don't I don't know. I don't you're actually like, know. Golly. I don't know who you're talking about. Webb Simpson. Ugh. I was hoping it wasn't Webb Simpson. I, that actually that was the first name that came to my head, honestly. Webb but I was Simpson. Like, no way. All right. So Ugh, the I last one I had, the last fucking, one I had. It's fucking hybrids. I had like eight thousand one hundred dollars left or something like that so uh-huh. i could i can only pick like the bottom of the bottom okay. and i'd have to go through these and kind of show you who that was sure. but i picked the guy that i've i've seen play well before and that's kevin nah oh i love kevin nah eight thousand dollars i don't know i don't know how he usually does in the masters i don't know that either um but I, what I can see is like I love Kevin Nah though. I can his, see like how many you know how many cuts they've made this year, kind of like you saw like that, that thing Kevin Nah had uh, a couple weeks ago. No, or uh, he was playing. It was him and uh, he was playing against Dustin Johnson, and uh, they were playing in uh, it was the Dell uh, match play. Okay. And DJ picked up his ball. I think it was like a one and a half foot putt or something before Kevin Nah like okayed it. Yeah. And like Kevin, I was like, he just like, you could hear the whole conversation that they had on the side of the green where Kevin, I was like, Hey man, like basically, you know, you 
You're not have, supposed to do you that. Shouldn't have, you shouldn't have done that. Like, and he just Kevin Na kind of made a stink about it, which was unfortunate because I love Kevin Na. Yeah. Um, what, did, what did Dustin Johnson do? I think he was just like, "All right, I'm sorry, man." Whatever. And then bro. he just like walked out. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it was just. It was. It was kind of funny. It kind of turned into a thing on Twitter. Um. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if I'm doing that right. I, so what we were trying to do tonight, guys, is we were going to have um the. Uh, for the people podcast, which is uh, JJ Killian and uh, John Peterson, right. LSU alum, they were going to come on tonight, and I was going to show them my my FanDuel, and they would be <laughs> able to give me. And I'm still going to reach out to them and say, "Hey, here's my FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Who do I need to get? Who, who, are, who are some guys that <laughs> you know? Like you know, who's on fire right now uh-huh. that you want to right. that you would want to pick? Right. Um, I'm I'm definitely going to do that. Um, we have Sam Burns's phone number." Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna we're gonna do that, but <laughs> if he doesn't make the cut Saturday, fingers crossed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am gonna root for that. No. <laughs> um. So anyway, Masters week, man, love this week. I I'm actually just called a yard guy, and I'm like, dude, I, I really want the pine straw in my uh, mulch oh, area. I want the azaleas. I want it all. <laughs> um, he was like, that's $2,000 guys. It's like, okay. Um, anyway, sign. yeah, basically. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's, let's talk about, we have to, we have to talk about LSU. I mean, we have to, we're an LSU podcast. Sort of, um, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dude, there's nothing good to talk about with LSU right now. No, it really it's, it's all bad. I mean, baseball team sucks right now. I'm annoyed with all of it. Um, let's let's just go through like a list of everything. Well, give me happened. a list and like throw me throw me okay. the throw me the bullets. So let's go. Uh, swept by Vandy last week. Yeah, and I Jaden Hill's out for the season. I hate. Okay, let Am me. Am I going to go through the bullet points? No, no, or are you no, going to cut on. me off on every single every one? single one? I'm going to talk about the bullet. Okay, okay? so <laughs> swept by Vandy. I, I don't like the uh, – I hate the I told you, I told you this was going to happen, right? I hate that guy mean? on Twitter. Like there's a guy on Twitter, I told you. I wouldn't, Haven't I been saying this over and over and over? But I will say this. Um, I knew we were about to get railroaded in the SEC. Yeah, like our our hitting was subpar at the beginning of the season, and we were losing games to to Air Force. Right. So it, I, I've noticed a few things. There's a couple of new stuff that we need to talk about with baseball that I've realized. Okay, uh, midweek games. Sure. Um, we're spanking people in the midweek. Yeah, we we're heads we and shoulders. One yet? We're right? heads and shoulders above those teams. Do you mm-hmm. know why? Because we we have uh, we're loaded. COVID rosters. Right, right. We have a loaded COVID right. roster, and these smaller schools can't. There's a disparity between those schools and and SEC schools right now. So mm-hmm. uh, there is a reason why we're so good this year, right? Um, against those schools compared to normal. Um, but uh, going back to SEC, uh, something that Charles Hanegriff said, and I think this is a a perfect um, a perfect reason well i shouldn't say reason there's a lot of reasons but one of the things that's not good right now is that you don't have that juco guy like that we we would usually have in a good year yeah um and i completely credit him on this because i thought that was a perfect summation of this where we we have these like freshmen 
And then we have like some, some guys who have been around for a couple of years, but we don't have these guys in the middle of that. And he's the best man. He is. Every and time it, I listen from 12 to three, I come out with something. I'm like, Oh, this is my new opinion. Now midweek games matter, Sam. He <laughs> said midweek games count again. No midweek games matter. <laughs> um, hashtag Matt Moscona. And why are we going after Matt Moscona about everything? What's the deal? I don't get right. it. Like, like why, why now? No. And I like, <laughs> this is a slow season and I get it. And everything is like chaotic and mm. people try to make stories out of things that, sure. and they try to like gaslight and yeah, it's just not my game, bro. Like whatever. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, okay. Anyways, so next, so next bullet. Jaden Hill's out for the season. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Let's tank for Trevor, bro. There's no tanking. It's college. Oh, you can't do that. There's no draft, bro. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he wasn't so, really pitching that well he, anyway. Hey, right. hey so here's, you, another you, you here's another thing. You thought we sucked? Whew, it's about to get worse. Oh, here's another thing. Does it really matter if you can't score more than two runs? Does it really matter? Well, it's gonna matter once you start playing against not like super insane elite pitching. Well, you know so, I mean? all right, two weekends we have Kentucky and we have South Carolina. South Carolina is not a bad team, by the way. Uh, but Kentucky, maybe two out of three, something like that, at Kentucky yeah. is what we're talking about. South Carolina, I don't see you – I mean, I could see you easily losing two out of three to South Carolina. Um, but then, definitely, definitely. But then you have Ole Miss and Arkansas, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Back. Right. It's not no, it's brutal. Good. It's definitely it's I, brutal. You could come out of those two. You can come out of Ole Miss and Arkansas, possibly one and five. Right, but none of those teams have the number one pick in the in, in, uh, MLB draft pitching on Saturday. No, I agree with that. So it that's but why that's did, why Jaden Hill comes. But neither did Mississippi matters. State. Was the thing like Mississippi State had a good pitching staff too? But yeah, uh, but, you saw what you, you saw what Mississippi State did to us, right? Yeah. All right. Do you know what Arkansas did to Mississippi State? Yeah. They swept thing. them. They said the same thing, right? I mean, that, um, that, we're talking about like really high level. No, I, I get that. I get that. But I, I mean, do, I agree with agree you. The, 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 the Vanderbilt hit, pitching staffs were retarded. I, I do think that the hitting actually has come a, not a long way, but it has come along since the Mississippi State series, even. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was that was definitely the worst hitting performance I think that we'll have all year. Yep. Um, yep. Other than outside of maybe the Air Force series, that was that was pretty bad. Um, there's not right, a next, lot of good. There's not a lot of good to talk about no, with LSU no, baseball. I mean, no, definitely. Um, and yeah, and it's gonna it's about to get worse now because Jaden Hill's out. So, so Hunt Palmer, I'll bring up, and I'm not a huge Hunt Palmer fan. <laughs> disclosure, but he I am a he does, Hunt Palmer guy. He does make like really good points. I know Brandon is too. I think he's watching right now. But he said this. Um, one of the things that LSU should do, Paul Maneri will never do, which is hmm. take Landon Marceau and pitch him on Sundays. He said, "Yeah, you're, yeah, you, you, you it's already the only have game you can win the whole weekend." You, so he so he broke it down like this: We're one and eight in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably need to get to about he said thirteen and fifteen to make the NCAA tournament. So you need twelve more wins. He goes, you have seven SEC series <laughs> left. So pitch him on Sunday, and you're guaranteed almost seven Sunday victories. So you need – I know. That's he, not, even I that's know, not guaranteed. <laughs> I know it's not. but <laughs> Maybe he, six out of seven. We'll yeah, say six so out of seven. you have eight. You need uh, five more. 
So you have Labus and somebody else on. All you need is five wins on those Friday, Saturdays of the next seven weekends. Yeah. He's breaking it down like that. And he goes, but again, Paul Monero will never do this. No, he won't. He will never, ever, ever, ever do that. No. Right. (laughs) Well, but it makes a lot of sense. The least forward thinking coach, maybe in the entire SEC. Yeah. Uh, Which sucks. I mean, that's like. Golly, how many sports do we have to do this in with these like know, backwards thinking coaches? Yeah, and it's like, man, you just yeah, I agree with you. It needs to be where we have somebody that can really be like I mean, just in front of all of this the whole time. Like Will Wade, man. Will Wade is like <laughs> the guy who thinks through all of this. And he knows your RPI before we get there. And it's like, you know, he, I love that. Um, stuff like that. I, I just I, I just think, what are you laughing at? No, I just like what Sam said. Oh, okay. All good. Master starts tomorrow. That's true. Agreed. Agree. Agreed. Um, all right. Yep. So give me give me more negativity. Give me more. Let's get it out of the <laughs> let's way. Let's keep going. Let's get it out of the way. Let's keep going. Uh, Gloria Scott. Gloria Scott. <laughs> just the okay. whole thing. Bro. Dude, do, we, do we even want to what go a soap that? opera? I mean, good lord! All right, so you got the hundred thousand dollars. These are sub points. Right, the hundred thousand uh, dollar that this guy, this AAU coach, tries to extort. I don't he was even an know. AAU coach? I didn't know yes, that. he's an AAU coach I in New Orleans. Read the story. Um, Burge Osbury and Miriam Seeger are having a conversation with this dude, and they're trying to get him on. This is apparently like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. They have it recorded, and they've just been holding on to it. <laughs> like it's so, so dumb bro like all of this is so stupid like all right i don't get it i don't get why you were talking to this guy and recording this and you were just keeping it quiet the whole time right. that screams like something bad was going on the more um, the more this whole thing goes on the more i'm thinking like yeah verge probably needs to go you know what i mean i i at this point i think I think they need a clean house with some of these people. Right. Um, and then, all right. Miriam Seeger, her, her, uh, representative came out with a full statement from her basically saying that like the hush Blackwell report was like a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Les miles had released a statement today saying that Did he? the hush Blackwell report was a bunch of bullshit. Uh, and that Sharon Lewis can go fuck herself basically. Mm. Uh, Shit, what else? They're trying to subpoena Coach O now. Yeah, I saw that. that. He put a he put a he don't need to be all right. Here here's the He's bottom doing a good line. job. He's staying out of it. He released well, a statement. He's like and they asked him about an espresser multiple times. He was like, I need to drink. You can read I need you to can go read my statement if you want. The uh the bottom line to all this, I heard Jordy talk about this this morning too, okay. and I was watching his show. Um, the LSU PR department is a fucking shit show. Oh, it's terrible. It is, and it's been bad. I mean, for yeah. years. Yeah. And now we have a guy. I, I look. I I actually like Coach O. So please don't read into this. But you have a, a defensive line coach who's your head coach, mm-hmm. and he speaks out of turn sometimes. Sure. He said thing. He says things that he doesn't need to say sometimes. Mm-hmm. This is where you need a PR department that can like rein things in. Um, and Jordy did a great job this morning because he called out Derek Panamski. Derek Panamski was supposed to be that guy that went under there True. and was like his assistant and saying, Hey, look, this is the way you need to do it. And with the media, blah, blah, blah. I don't think he's doing shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, uh, he's no friend of mine. 
um, tell uh-huh. you that. But <laughs> he was friends of J- uh, Jordy, and right. Jordy's calling him out. Sure. That tells me that there's something there. Right. Um, the LSU PR is a disaster right now. The USA Today is like one by one by one, and it, it they they've planned this out. They know what they're doing, and they know why they're you know it's like one thing after another. They've planned it that way. But um, the Sharon Lewis stuff, fifty million dollars. I I've never heard of an employee. I'm trying to think of if a, there's ever been anything else like this where an employee can sue the employer and still be at the job. Oh, it's so weird, right? I don't know if I've ever heard of that. No. Like, wouldn't, you, like, wouldn't in, in that automatic termination? I mean, I don't I, get it. I don't and, know. But if you're like, legally, are you then discriminating or or whatever? Right. Like, well, I, I, legally, I don't know if you can fire her because she's suing you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, you would have to have somebody. I, I, I thought I've seen that before. I don't. I don't think I've ever been I in mean, a position like, to sue my employer. But right, exactly. But, but Jesus, uh, like, I just don't understand. If you're suing LSU, why would you want to stay at LSU? Well, she stayed there for 20 years. And She's been there for it, a long time. Isn't it just I think there's horribly, a lot of isn't just horribly, horribly awkward when you come into work every day. Oh man, and just and everyone's just like. You kind of just fucked LSU out of Scott Woodward's just like dollars. flipping you off. Like he's just like, yeah, fuck you, Sharon. Right. Uh, hey, where's my where's my memo uh-huh. for this morning? <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you think that's what's happening? Yeah, probably. Um, mm-hmm. Man, that's just so weird. It, the whole thing is just strange. Um, the less smile stuff is just gross. Yeah. The, the Darius Sky stuff is gross. Uh, the you Darius had a lot of guy stuff is a lot more than gross. Yeah, and I, I, that's what I didn't like about the whole hundred thousand dollar extortion deal sure. was that you you real we're really taken away from the story, which is Darius Geis was rubbing his nuts on this seven year old lady, right? At the and, Superdome. The, and the craziest thing too is that we've spent the past week and a half talking about the Gloria Scott part. Yeah, so that's far from the worst that Darius Geis did at LSU. Oh, you know I, mean? I know. And then after LSU too, I mean, choking girls and this, shit like this, that. the guy's never playing football again ever. No, I mean he should be in jail for fifteen years if he was a if he was a any other guy, he would be in jail for fifteen to life, probably. Yeah, and then when uh, <laughs> I made a bad joke the other day when the fifty million dollar um, mm, that was good. That I was said, good uh, yeah, that'll buy you a lot of geist jerseys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you were talking about the Dr. Evil thing. No, no, no. Oh, no. baby. Uh, but yeah, the $50 million, where did that come from? I mean... what? Yeah, where are you getting that number from? Yeah. What made... The only thing I can think of is, is that you're, you're going... For? Like, I'm a sales guy. You go high and, like, you're hoping that it lands, like, in the middle or something? Like, what do you think you're going to get? Uh-huh. Like, $5 million? <laughs> $50 million? It's so laughable. I think you just laughed everybody out of the office. <laughs> Like I, 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 I'm pretty big on like knowing your audience and like making a proposal that does, right. doesn't like have, I don't want the guy to fall out of his chair. And I mean, maybe it was just supposed to be like a big publicity stunt. It might is be. That, is that possible? Could $50 be. $50 million. Whoa. I mean, but I, I feel like you've made it to where you're, you're not credible anymore. Yeah. With a, with an offer like so outlandish like mm-hmm. that. You've made it to where you're just trying to get everything you can and get rich. Right. Where you, if you would have gone in and said ten million, 
that's not like there's been plenty of, of ten world, million right. dollar definitely harassment deals or whatever. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm no legal guy. Yeah. I'm done with this. I'm completely completely finished with it. Sure. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm moving on to spring football. Except Eric Gilbert. I don't really want to talk about Eric Gilbert either. Um. Do you have an Eric Gilbert? You want to talk about Eric Gilbert? No, I mean, Kojo said the the meeting with Eric Gilbert went well, and everyone was glad to and see him. Nobody's and, like, and and all I was thinking to that was great, cool. Nobody's asking the right questions there. Okay. Nobody's asking the no media well, member is asking the the questions that they should be asking. Yeah, well, first of all, because they, they will he be eligible? Right. Um, and it's not just the transfer. Yeah. Like if he transfers here and he gets eligibility from the NCAA, does he have the well, grades to actually? Someone actually did ask that question, and he said that they still are talking. They're still in talks with the compliance about whether or not he would be eligible. So he actually did talk to that. Uh, there's more though. That there's more that we don't know. But I mean, when he gives an answer like that, it's pretty clear that he's not going to go any further. Sure, that. right. Um, so that's a. I mean, I look more merrier. Come on down, but I just don't sure. want everybody thinking that he's just immediately going to be a starter for the team next year. I just don't think that's happening. Definitely, um, Definitely. and I hope I hope he gets his life on track, and I hope it's here because I think he's going to be a first round pick one day. I so. do too, but um, I, I honestly think if he comes here, he's not going to play next year or maybe half the season, something like that. I'm and cool then, with half the season of Eric Gilbert. I am sure. too. I I'm not. I'm right. not. I just don't want everybody to to automatically think that he plays in the first game. I don't Definitely. think that's happening at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the next year he'll be like not 2021, but 2022. He'll be here for his junior year mm-hmm. and he will be gone after his contract that. year. Right? He'll be in the NFL after that. Right. So you have him one more year. I'm fine with it as long as That'd everybody be, has the right expectations. Be wonderful. Right. Yeah. Um, spring football. Uh, that's something we can talk about. That's good. I think when is that game supposed to be the 16th, 17th? Because, oh, all right, full me. disclosure, we're going to have Durante Jones on some podcasts. Uh, we're, we're friends. I'm, I'm super good friends with DJ now. I call him DJ. How many years uh, am I going to miss the spring game, man? I got something going on on the 17th. I, I think hope. it's the 17th. I don't really know. I, I think is it's right. Saturday. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I'm so, on Saturday. um, Every year I have something going on in the spring game. I'm just so interested in the quarterbacks right now. Yeah. Like, um, Miles, to me, it's Miles Brennan and Max Johnson, but then TJ Finley has got this cannon. And does he have any accuracy? I don't know the, the answer to that because nobody is able to see enough. Um, I'm, I'm really interested in maybe getting some guys that are able to see a little bit of what's happening in practice. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that. Best. Oh, dad's in the chat. Besh will be a better tight end. Nah, than Eric Gilbert. He is a better pass catcher. Mm, I don't know. I am a huge Jack Besh fan. Huge Jack yeah, Besh fan. Sure, sure. But no. You know what I mean? Like, no. He's not as good as Eric Gilbert. The, here's here's the difference not, that he, I... He, he has the same athleticism as Eric Gilbert, except he's four inches shorter and you know, thirty pounds lighter. Here, here's what I love about, I actually about a lot of those three three seven kids. And I wanted to talk to Jarrett Rozier. We'll get him back on again and uh-huh. talk about this. But those kids have like this whole like attitude. Yeah. Um, Walker Howard, 
Jack Besh, Sage Ryan, Sage Ryan, sure. uh, Matthew Langlois. Though all those guys are just like they have an alpha mentality. Um, dude, Jack Besh is talking shit to people. He's like dunking over guys and like yeah. talking trash. Oh yeah, no, like, Jack Besh. That's sick. the stuff that I yeah, for sure. I, I just think that that's gonna play very well at LSU. Um, I see that mentality being better than what Eric Gilbert does. You know, Eric Gilbert, I mean, we know we know some stuff about Eric Gilbert that maybe uh, it's not as I mean Eric Gilbert talks dog, some shit too. Dog like, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. What do you mean? Uh, he's got some got some stuff, got some baggage. Sure, he's, he has baggage, but that doesn't mean he's not a badass motherfucker on the field. I don't think he's talking shit like Jack Besh. I don't he think talks he's talks a ton of shit. I didn't see him do that. He maybe, got flagged I, for it several times. I didn't see that. Eric Gilbert? Yeah. Uh, I, I, missed I remember it. he was doing it against it. Missouri. I remember he was doing it against Alabama when he had a couple catches early. Oh, yeah. He was talking a ton of shit, Eric Gilbert was. Well, maybe I missed it. Um, I don't know. I just see that out of Jack Besh. I just think that it'll do very well. But, yes, he's smaller, but he'll be in the slot, and it'll be like that guy in the slot, like a yeah. Thad Moss. Oh, yeah. Are you a tight end? Are you an right. H-back? Are he's, you whatever? He's better than Thad Moss. I'll say that. I agree. Not a better blocker, but. Right. He's a better receiver for right. sure. Right. He's a just significantly more athletic. What do you think about quarterbacks? I know we haven't seen enough, but <laughs> did you see that quote from a coach O yesterday? Uh, that he said all four of the uh, quarterbacks are in a tight battle. It's <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Man. Whatever. Uh, we all know at this point that it's miles and max. Maybe TJ, maybe TJ, maybe TJ is in there, man. I, he's just I got... say maybe TJ's the starter. I agree. I, I, I think, TJ's in it because his arm is just elite. Sure. And and is is um He's his, got some experience. Right, yeah. That too. He's and been he, in he, some situations. It, he one of the biggest things about TJ last year was that his release was just so much quicker than I thought it would be. Like oh, just, his decision making is just so quick. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that was shocking to me until it, it, it until just, he ran into an actual pass rush and then he kind of, you know, just completely yeah. broke down. Um but, but yeah, again, I was very surprised. He's a freshman too, and he's a he was supposed to be a project, mm-hmm. and he was kind of ready to go right out the gate. Uh, so I thought that was very surprising, and our offensive line was terrible. Um, but yeah, I think Max Johnson obviously was better than him when he came in, and then I think Miles is Miles is is the best quarterback in my opinion. Do you think he's the number one guy right now? I think he should be. Um, although, granted, I haven't. I, I don't know what Max has been doing in camp, but it sounds like he's been he's they're saying that he's been the best in camp so far. Miles? Max. Max. Yeah. Okay. And then everybody's saying that Garrett Nussmeyer is like awesome. Really? They're they're all saying that like he's looked incredible. Perfect. So there there's the competition that I see is that um next year Walker Howard coming in and I think eventually it's gonna be Walker Howard and Garrett Nussmeyer yeah. competition. It could be a Walker Howard, Garrett Nussmeyer and Max Johnson competition could be, yeah, yeah. I mean, because Max Johnson will definitely still be around next year. Well, I mean, who knows? Transfer portal is crazy, but the con- um, the confidence level out of Garrett Nussmeyer is so. When I watch huge. Garrett Nussmeyer in high school, it and reminds he's a shoe me, guy. He's a sneakerhead. Is he? Yeah, I, actually, I need to connect with him. About I see that. him almost every day, or every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, okay. Check out his shoes next time you see him. Okay, I will. Actually, I'll see him tomorrow. So I'll, I'll and you run sure. into him and say, "Hey, look, I'm with One Team One Podcast." Right. That's actually exactly what I'm my 42 year old uncle uh, wears Jordans. <laughs> right. I, I don't know if I don't know if <laughs> freshmen are allowed to come. Is that just a Nick Saban thing, or does LSU do that too, um, where freshmen can't 
go to me- do media and stuff. I don't know. We had um, Dylan Cruz on right, the Right, but day. that was – I'm talking about for football specifically. I don't know. We'll break it. Okay. Yeah, we've sure. broke we've broke many of LSU rules definitely, so far. Definitely, they're looking out for us. Um, yeah, Kay Doty had a cruise missile shirt on the other day. It wasn't ours. Um, <laughs> it, you know, we made a better one than that. So, uh, but LSU has already ta- told us to take ours down, and then other bootleggers are putting it out there. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, we're actually the ones getting stuff stolen from us, and then people are saying that we're going to steal stuff from you. I know. That's what we. That's, that's what why we're I'm like, are you stupid? This was our original idea. Like, are you dumb? Are you not seeing? You're not seeing it. You're not seeing what we're doing. Well, like, he's not seeing what we're doing because because he, he blocked us. He blocked us. He's right. a little puss. Right. Anyway, he's a puss. Um, what was I saying? We're talking oh, about Garrett uh, Nussmeyer. Yeah. Uh, so when I watch his high school tape, it reminds me so much of like a a, a light Baker Mayfield. I, okay, I was thinking of something um, similar. Yeah. What it, were you thinking? I was also thinking Johnny Manziel a little bit. I saw someone compare him to Johnny Manziel. His arm is um, better than Johnny Manziel. Tiger droppings, yeah. Uh, his arm is better than Johnny Manziel, is what he said? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't agree with that. Johnny Manziel has, like, plus, plus arm strength. No, I think Baker Mayfield has a better arm than Johnny Manziel. Oh, oh, oh hold on. I thought you were saying... No, wait, no, what did Garrett I just Nussmeier. I just got so confused. I Garrett Nussmeier's saying, arm is better than Johnny, Johnny Manziel's. Manziel. He just... He, his. His foot, I mean, he's, he's probably not as fast. Maybe. Um, oh, he's definitely not as fast. Right. But I, I, he's got a little bit more mobility, kind of like how Baker Mayfield has right. got that's, mobility. That's why I think of Baker Mayfield. It, the only thing with Baker Mayfield, I thought you were saying that Baker Mayfield has less than Garrett Nussmeyer. That's why I was no, confused. No. Um, I think Baker Mayfield is just a little bigger, you know? Yeah, because like he's, he's older. He's, he's just th- well, it, even even in high school, he was, he was very thick. Right. He was like, you know, six one two thirty in high school he was just he's always just been very thick mm-hmm. uh and maybe garen us will get that thick too and it'll be just like baker mayfield i Who think knows? he will i mean he's a freshman like right what is he six he's six foot like 180 something like that mm-hmm. yeah is he um, six foot like six one i think he's i want to say he's six two six two six two 180 he looks small compared like to these other guys obviously because yeah. they're six four six five right. six they've, six they've been doing tommy moffat shit for you know, a year at least. Well, it, even the height, though. Like, yeah. it, it, that was oh, the yeah, one thing yeah. that kind of concerned me. In but stature too, yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah. Oh, the all those three quarterbacks that are really in the battle yeah. are monsters. monsters. Absolute monsters. I mean, Miles is six four. He's the shortest. Two twenty. Yeah, six four two twenty. Whatever. He's more like two forty. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I got you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's funny how we said 220 last year, and we're like, let's be honest. Oh, come he's on. More like no two, way. He's, he's more like 200. Now he's like. Now it's 20 ooh. pounds the other way. He's like uh, a powdered donut away <laughs> from 240. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's 220 uh, completely dry. Yeah. Right. 220, no underwear. Two, it used to be 220 soaking wet. No. Yeah, exactly. He's right. two, 210 soaking wet. Right. Um, yeah, he couldn't keep any weight on that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I agree with you. I think it's Max. Um, I just I feel like he had control of the team at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I do think Miles Brennan has some injury issues still. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that for a fact, but I just I think that injury was more than what everybody's thinking it is. I think it's still like a lingering issue. And um I'm not as confident with him 
under center as I am with like Max. I just, there's some a confidence level that I have with Max Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, I my thing with Max Johnson is actually kind of the opposite. Uh, I just feel like well, it's not exactly the opposite actually, but um, I just feel very safe with Max Johnson because I I I don't have a fear of uh, durability issues with him. Although he is a runner, so you know he'll take more hits. Yeah. Um. Then, then Miles. Huh? Wait, He'll confidence. Take, I, I, there, Old Forrester, nineteen twenty. By the way, guys, liquid confidence. That's right. Um, wait, what, what was your question? Uh, you were saying um, confidence in my uh, Max, um, uh, compared to Miles. I, I feel like he's he's a safer option, is what I said. A safer option, just in quarterback in general. Yeah, uh, I just okay. think he. he I thought he you were talking about running the ball. No. Okay. No. Um, um, yeah. No, I was saying that Max runs more, so that he'll he'll take more hits, and you know, possibly could get injured just as much, if not more. Although than Miles. we were seeing Miles run the ball too much, right? And well, part like, of that's because our offensive line was terrible, and he had to scramble a lot. Um, and you hope that that's some of that is fixed this year, or all of it is fixed this year. Well, I think with a good quarterback coach too, you just tell him, "Hey, look, get rid of the ball." Yeah. Stop scrambling. Yeah. And I think Jake Peets is a good quarterback coach. Absolutely. So, I think um, that I think that was the perfect thing for Miles Brennan. Now, whether it's enough to get him to the starting role, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, what I saw was you had a kid that was either um afraid in the pocket sometimes and he would run too quickly out of the pocket, even when he didn't have pressure, or he would just stay, stay in there and take a sack. And a quarterback coach should be able to tell him, You need to get rid of the ball and here's your Here's your outlet. Yeah. Sometimes they wouldn't even have a fucking outlet out there. Mm-hmm. They would keep a running back in. Yeah. Last year was, they did that. There was a lot of max protection. Whereas uh, the year before with Joe Brady, mm-hmm. you'd have Clyde right. come out there in the flat. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what. Like now they have. They've figured it out. Like yeah. we've got a formula. Let's go back to 2019. Run that fucking offense. Yeah. I don't understand what the problem was, why we had to switch anything up in 2020. We mm-hmm. talked about that at the very beginning of the year. Like, right. you know, if you don't switch anything up, I know you got less personnel. It's not the same personnel, but the the formula still works. It's yeah. the best college offense we've ever seen. Yeah. Why I, would I you do, change it? I wonder if uh, Jake Peets is more comfortable with a guy that can run too. Just because, like, you think about last year he had Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if that's and, him. I don't know if that uh, was him, though. I, I well, get what you're saying. Here's but. my thing, though. I've never seen Teddy Bridgewater run as much as he did last year in Carolina. Um, so I I would tend to attribute that to his quarterback coach and you know his off his new offensive coordinator and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was actually very surprised. With, uh, this is a side point, but I was very surprised at how athletic Teddy Bridgewater looked last year. And I really hope the Saints go go get him. I know you. I saw you say that. And uh-huh. I, I agree with that. I think that the Saints now that need they have to grab Sam Darnold, him. right? Yeah. It, just go get another guy to put in that room, and that's experienced. Uh, I just don't think James is the option. Anyway, uh, I wonder if if that's true that you know uh, Teddy ran more last year because of that offense, and Jake Peets is going to bring that offense here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if he's more comfortable with a a mobile quarterback. And that would give obviously that would give Max the edge. Yeah, I think I think that's where you got to go anyway. 
Uh-huh. I mean, I, I think Max has got a, a good enough arm. I don't think we've actually seen his arm enough yet to make good judgments on it. I think we've seen it enough to to understand that he has the weakest arm in the quarterback room. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that because and that's not necessarily a horrible thing because I mean, those are all very strong arm quarterbacks. Is he? Is he? Does he have a strong enough arm like Joe Burrow had? I think he probably does. I don't know if he has a strong an arm as Joe Burrow. His maybe a little Joe, less but in Joe Burrow's fifth year. Yeah, maybe but, a little less. You know, I mean, Joe Burrow every single year improved his arm. I mean, we're, we're talking about a kid that's a, right. a son of a quarterback. I'm pretty sure he's got a decent arm. Sure. Um, he's got the mobility like Joe Burrow. I feel like he's the closest to Joe Burrow that we have in the quarterback room. Accuracy, mm-hmm. arm strength, In terms mobility. of comparison, sure. Sure. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's the best quarterback in the room. I didn't say that. Just right. closest to Joe Burrow. Sure, sure. Uh, to me, to me but Miles still- has his faults and, and Finley has his faults as well. Right. So what would you say Miles' faults are? Other mobility. Than, other than uh okay, mobility. Injury prone. Other than okay. Other than uh, pocket prone, awareness. I, mean. I think those are three those are three things that immediately come to mind for, for Miles Brennan. Uh pocket awareness and, and the lack of mobility are a problem, in my opinion. Especially if you have an offensive line that's trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that's still the case, then there's a problem. It's it's red alert. I will say though, if you come <laughs> into the season and you know you maybe still haven't figured out the quarterback battle, hopefully that's not the case. But if that's the case, then I think you have to see how your offensive line is doing. Mm-hmm. And if it's doing good, then I think you can stay with Miles. But if it's doing poorly, I think you probably need to go to Max. I agree. I, uh, and the, and the, but that's more of a shot on Miles than it is anything else. It's not necessarily the offensive line. I get it. I don't understand what you're saying, but like, yeah, you got to have a guy that can that knows what, how think, to like deal uh, in the pocket. Yeah, like he, he's got to make decisions in the pocket, and that means if he needs to to dump it off, or he needs to scramble, or he needs to have some mobility. And like, I think you're basing a lot of what you're saying though off of that uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State, State first half. Cannot get it out of my head. Sure, and that was terrible, but and it, it was, but it was only one half. It was bad. Sure, sure, it was bad. <laughs> it was one half of football, uh, and then the next five halves that he played were all very good. I don't know if he got the pressure on him that he got in that Mississippi State game because uh, he had Vanderbilt and he had Missouri, and I don't think he had like what he had against Mississippi State. He he was getting a lot of pressure on him against Mississippi yeah, State, yeah. but then there were some times where they were dialing it up. It got, but it, then it got in his head. Was that was my biggest issue? It got in his head, and there was a couple of times yeah. where they they would act like they had pressure on him, um, and they would bring somebody, but we picked it up, mm-hmm. and he still thought he was getting pressured, and he, and he ran out yeah. of the pocket because he was just he didn't know how to act in the pocket. Yeah, that was a that was like that was red alert time for me, and it was like, oh my god, this is a guy who's been in the system for four years now. Sure. And he is not prepared in the pocket right now against Mississippi State. Yeah, that was red alert. Sure, and you can put up all the numbers you want, but that 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 was like, okay, this is not this isn't good. He's not ready yeah. yet. Yeah, and, and all I'll say to that is, um, I had two things. One, like we're very harsh, harshly criticizing a quarterback who threw for three, three. For sure. Wait, hold on. 
uh, through through for three forty five. Yeah, three touchdowns, and they we we had like seven or eight drops that day. Yeah, uh, the drops were crazy. You, you take out the drops, or you take out half the drops, could have been four hundred yards, five touchdowns, or yeah, something like that. For sure. Uh, That's why we we criticized the guy who was telling us that uh, if Jamar Chase wasn't playing in the game, we don't beat Mississippi State. No, it was Missouri. Missouri. Or, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was, he was no, number Missouri. one, number one is like, yeah, yeah. We beat Missouri if we had Jamar Chase in the right. game. Right. Like, no, come on, was, you're crazy. That was obnoxious. That yeah. was completely. But obnoxious. Mississippi State, I think, I still think. We I think beat we beat Mississippi, Mississippi State. State too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Terrace Marshall was great, but he had a big drops problem. And so, if you had a guy but, in who's as sure-handed as Jamar, but it makes me think, like, would you know they didn't they didn't have the same off season uh-huh. that that year. Like, was that no. going to be a problem? Like, even if Jamar Just, Chase played, do you, you think Jamar think, Chase would have been having drops too? No, no, Cause he's, just because he's that good. Dude, he's he's crazy. Come I know he, is. he he wasn't dropping shit. I know it's just I, I didn't he, think he that dropped was, a couple passes here and there in twenty. I didn't think I would but, see the the level deteriorate wide receiver drops and you know another from one thing, year to the next you talk about uh confidence with miles this brennan. is supposed how to be much, a masters episode how much more confident <laughs> is miles brennan against mississippi state in the pocket if he just if he like if he gets in panic mode oh for he sure. has a panic button he can press and it's number one it's well, number seven actually yes uh right it just uh, oh fuck i'll throw it up to him he's i don't care he's in triple coverage i don't give a fuck yeah. He's going to catch it anyway. I agree. I, I think that had a lot to do with, right. and he, I think he wanted to be to Terrence Marshall. I think he wanted that to happen with him as well, mm-hmm. or to Eric Gilbert. Right. And Eric Gilbert had some drops too early in the Eric, season. Yeah. I mean, he's a true mm-hmm. freshman. It, no, Eric Gilbert had drops. Terrence had drops. Trey Palmer, I think, dropped more balls than he caught. Right. Uh, John Trey uh, is is a still a, is still developing into a wide receiver. Uh, Coy Moore. Any of them. And John Trey's like 30, 32 years old. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have him on for a bourbon review. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. I think that Max is the guy right now. Um, I think Miles is close. And I think TJ is kind of like right around there. And his arm strength is just so elite that – it's always going to keep him in a discussion. Yeah. Um, and I'm just hoping one of these guys just comes through and is like, they're the guy and there's no, I don't want to, I don't want to have like a debate in 2021, like of who the quarterback is going to be. I want it to be like, okay, this is the guy we're not going away from that guy, mm-hmm. no matter what. Right. Well, I mean, if miles wins the job this year, we're still going to have a, a QB battle next year because that'll be Miles's last year. Right. Um, well, actually, I guess he would technically have another year. So never mind. Yeah. Although if he, I think if he starts next year, he might go pro. If he starts this year. Yeah. So he'll be a, this will be his fourth year junior. He'll be a fifth year junior. That's weird. That is strange. Uh, you see, that's, that's something I'm doing. So that's, a, that's how I started doing it at first. I'm actually trying to switch to, he's a senior. Mm-hmm. And he can come back for a second senior year. Okay. The next year. That's how I'm trying to do it in my head. Think of it. In but your that's head, not yeah. how most people are saying it. So it's hard. Right. Uh, yeah. Fifth year junior is just is sounds ridiculous. Um, and then I wonder if he could actually get a seventh year because this, he could get a medical red shirt for this year, huh? 
possibly three um, games? I'm not quite sure. You I'm not. Played, I'm not sure. Know. I think he would have already had to um, apply for apply that? for that. If no, I'm not I think mistaken. you. I think after your sixth year is when you have to apply for it. Okay. Because I know there was a player for Tulane who well, th- applied is, for it after his sixth okay, year. Okay, this is what we were talking about Zach Von Rosenberg doing, is that if he came back this year and then he got hurt, he could have been the first seven-year seven senior mm-hmm. in history. Right, he, he would have been the first 50-year-old <laughs> college football player. Right. Yeah. Uh, we need to get Zach back on, by the way, uh-huh. uh, for sure. Yeah, um, draft in, drafts in uh, three weeks from now. That's right. We, we can get him on. We need to get them all. I'll, I'll reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if we can get back on for the draft. Um, Saints cut Morstead, so. I know. We talked about that the last okay. time we had him on. Is right. what, what was your dream team to he go said, to? He said Saints. Yeah, and I was but, like, oh, you, you hate like, Thomas Morstead. <laughs> you want us to cut Thomas Morstead. Right. And, then and they did, did it. Yeah. They're listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah. Oh, boy. All right. So, Masters, let's recap it. Who else do you like in Masters? Oh, uh, your six guys. Any other guys that you were like, ooh, I like that. Cameron Champ. I like Cameron Champ. And um Abraham Answers was one of my guys. Okay, really? Yeah. Okay. Um who's the other guy? He played at Vanderbilt. Oh, small, shorter guy. Hits it a ton. Like huge drives. Huge drives. Vanderbilt. Short small. guy. Yeah, uh, uh, driving no. me crazy. I can't believe I can't remember. The no name. idea. Another guy I like is uh, I, I, I like uh, Joaquin Neiman. Okay, you, you know that name? Yep. Uh, he hits it. He hits the ball far. Uh, people don't realize he does, but he does. Um, let's see. I'm going. I'm going to look at it. I'm trying to look real through. Quick. I'm trying to look through it too. This is great um, podcasting. I know. Let's see. Uh, Xander Schauffele. Oh, okay. I didn't know he went to Vandy. Yep, went to Vandy. Short guy hits it like three fifty. Yeah, Shoffley's been playing great, but the last he has. Of years. But he's he's expensive on this. He's, he's such a he's such a great like runner up. All right, type so guy. let me give you the the one through whatever. It's Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, John Rom, Rom uh-huh. Brooks Kepka, Roy McElroy. I would never pick Roy Roy in a in a thing like this. He's just so hit or miss to me. Yeah. Uh Xander Schauffele, uh Patrick Cantlay, uh Morikawa. Morikawa, right. Uh Patrick Reed, I would never pick him then. Uh Tony Finau, that's not a bad one. Victor Hoblin, Terrell Hatton, Daniel Berger, uh Matsuyama, uh Matthew Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Um Scotty Scheffler, and then Paul Casey, and then we're like underneath the ten thousand mark. Gotcha. Interesting. I know. I know. <sighs> so Morikawa, I think, would be a good is a good value. I think play. that's a very yeah. No, that's a very um, good like. I, I know. I, I, I'm trying to think of like guys that are going to be like very. Like, like he's consistent. one of those guys that's like you know he's. Yeah, you know, I, I think he would get a top twenty finish. He's very consistent. All right, so. Dad says Marikawa, so I need to. Um, oh, he did. Yeah, he, I need to put him in there. Yeah, he's he's confident. I could tell. Yeah, I, I like Marikawa. Uh, the only thing with Marikawa is he uh he does not hit the ball very far. That's okay. You don't need to at the Masters. You can place the ball at the Masters. You can place it. You can. 
I mean, you can still reach a par name, five and, name and the two. Last, name the last few guys that have won the Masters. Dustin Johnson, he didn't hit it hard at all. No, right? Yeah, um, that's a that's a big. Lead. Tiger Woods, he's short guy, right, short yeah. game guy. Uh huh. Back's terrible. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess Patrick Reed does he hit the ball very far? Nah, he places it. Yeah, I mean, he's more of a he. He's, he's not more, a huge hitter. He sticks to his his irons and wedges. I mean, you, I mean, you've had he's a stick it close kind of guy. You've had Phil Mickelson, obviously Bubba Bubba can Bubba's a bomber, slab it. Right. Yeah. Um, Trying to think who else has won recently. But you, you've had guys like Danny Francisco uh, uh, Molinari. Played well. He didn't win it. I know, but he was like yeah, he right there well. in contention. Right. But sure. he's one of those guys where it's like sure. you, you're but just I spotting think, it. But for the most part, it, it's the Bombers that are doing well at the Masters is what I'm is mm. how I remember the past few years at least. I don't know. I mean, Danny Willett is probably maybe the shortest uh, golfer that I can think of that's won it. Yeah, recently. those part fives are a big deal. Obviously. I guess Jordan Spieth doesn't crush it, so he's won it. Although we did see him last weekend, I think you were, we were all together when he hit a yeah uh, a hybrid, a three hybrid, and it went past whoever he was playing <laughs> with his driver. Right? You see that shot <laughs> he hit last weekend? Uh, it rolled on down the cart path, and he uh, he was hitting it off this like big chunk of dirt, and uh, he hits this big flop shot. Uh-huh. And just sticks it to like one foot. That's perfect. Ugh. All right, that, that so, was how he was playing last weekend at the what was it the Travelers or whatever. So we're playing at Greystone on Sunday, right? Is that right? Yeah, sure. Sunday at eight o'clock. That's right. Eight o'clock in the right, morning. Right. We're playing at Greystone. We're gonna talk to Greystone and see if we can do, do a, a little show, uh, show there. Maybe cool. not that day, but like in the future. Yeah. Um, and then um, maybe that can be like our home course. Yeah. I'm thinking of like all right, we do it. We do a golf tour. We do a Louisiana golf tour. I want a home course. Mm-hmm. And we have our home course, and then we practice there, and then we go to these other courses in Louisiana, like Carter Plantation, we go to Squires. We go to all these different courses, mm-hmm. uh, do our reviews or do our tour, and but we have our home course, and Greystone can be our home course. Yeah, Greystone could be the home course. It could be, it's it's got to be the Greystone or Santa Maria because Santa Maria is also like right there or you club i've reached out to U club so we'll see if that <laughs> club wants to wants i've to reached out to frank course. gumford uh grant frank <laughs> if you're watching um i'm reaching out to you i'm gonna call you um yeah that would be great that, so yeah, U club would be fantastic um we're gonna have a bourbon and cigar we've already reached out to uh kj malone so i think pf right. will probably and penelope bourbon they'll be our bourbon and cigar sponsor for the for our golf thing yes for our golf tour great um and then we're looking at golf ball suppliers and then maybe like outfitters like clothing things like that so we'll see we'll see if we can get something going um all right guys go to one team one podcast.com check out our master's gear we have some uh you see the logo down at the bottom right of the screen um that's louisiana master's gear Check it out. Uh, we have our polos, our Nike polos, and we have our Imperial hats, our rope hats, uh, ready to go on the website. Also, big, big shout out to all of our sponsors. Bank of England Mortgage, guys. Uh, that's our our biggest one. Visit KJ Malone and play at Squires. That's what dad says. So I'm not quite sure what that Squire, means. Squire, I think that's in... Um... No, no, no. Yeah, that's in Rust. Yeah. So that's what he's saying is like he wants us to go to Ruston and we'll get Carl to come out there 
not KJ, but we'll get Carl to come out there too. <laughs> KJ can fucking come too. You yeah, well, dick. yeah, but I think KJ lives in Baton Rouge. Does he? I thought I he think, was. He's not living up. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, he, he was up there when he when he came on the show. Well, maybe he's. I don't know. I think he's I, back to, home in Ruston. Okay, we'll uh-huh. have to chat with him. Um, so because he doesn't work for LSU anymore. Big shout out to um, Bank of England Mortgage, BOE Mortgage dot com. Uh, check out Patrick Michelson. Reach out to those guys. Get your mortgage applications, refis, anything like that onto the website. Also, check out. Um, sorry, so we're gonna go through Bear Process Safety. So Adam Barry, Bear Process Safety. <laughs> oh my Dude, god! I, Holy cow! The thing keeps uh, freaking out on me. All right, Sorry so Bear that. Process Safety. Check out Adam Barry at bearprocesssafety.com, and that's uh, Bears in the Wild uh, on their Instagram. Is that right? Yeah, but if you type in on accident, so I've done this before. If you go to uh, bearps.com, yeah, that's their website. It's bearps.com, not bearprocesssafety.com, by the way. But if I you, copied and pasted that from their site. Okay. Well, it used to be, I don't know, maybe they changed it, but it used to be bearps.com. And when you type that in, it would automatically change it to beards.com, which would take you to, I think, a porn site. So they probably mm. did change this you, you for know, that. There was actually, there's a good story. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to do a school project <laughs> and it was on, I was on Papa's computer. Back when we lived, of course you were. Yeah, and I typed in advocate.com. Okay, advocate.com is a gay porn website. The Ad- advocate to the advocate is the advocate of Baton Rouge. So advocate.com. <laughs> advocate.com, and of course, right when I pull that up, Papa walks right behind me. What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what all right. this is. If anybody's watching right now, please go to the go to advocate.com to verify this. We need somebody I, to I make sure that anymore. this works uh exactly the right way we're talking about. Um all right, so big shout out to to Adam Barry. Uh we're gonna go play golf with Adam too pretty soon here too. Great. But next you have Courtesy Automotive Group. <laughs> I was just going to let you start and then Brandon Lejean the at courtesy Buick GMC in Lafayette, 4750 Johnson Street in Lafayette. Call Brandon. Um, get a deal with Brandon. I'm telling you, he can hook you up on Denali vehicles. He'll deliver them to you. He's in Lafayette, but he can deliver to you in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, anywhere you're at in Lafayette and in Louisiana. So reach out to Brandon and he'll hook you up. Next is Ether Insurance. It's Adam Emirato at etherins.com. Uh, Adam is, um, dude, he, he'll he'll make it happen for you. I'm just telling you. Like, you want a house, he'll get you a house. You want an insurance quote, he'll get you an insurance quote. It doesn't matter what line it is either. Like, you just put it in and he'll, he'll find something for you. Um, he had a dude try to get a Bitcoin company like a Bitcoin mining company have in commercial insurance for his Bitcoin mining company. Wow. Like, and he was like, sure, I guess like, <laughs> you know, how many employees you got? You know, and it's like that, that's, that's the kind of stuff that he can do. It's right. like not just regular insurance. He, he can do anything you want. So, uh, reach out to Adam. He he'll think out the box for you for your insurance quotes. 
Next is relief pools. It's Ben Landry at the relief pools, uh, relief pools and patio. So I'm actually talking to him. There is a, I have a little space in my back patio. That's perfect for a hot tub. And he knows I used to have a, I used to, our last house, we had a pool and a hot tub and I really miss the hot tub. And he knows this and he's really, he's thinking about, okay, is there ways that we can do this? We've also talked about um, incorporating the uh, old fashioned reviews. And we go to one of his spec houses where he has done his uh, pools and hot tubs. And I sit in a hot tub and we get bartenders from different places to bring me old fashions. And we taste the old fashions in the hot tub that he's made. And it's all brought to you by relief pools. These are ideas straight from Matt Anderson and Ben Landry. <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever happen or not, <laughs> but uh, Ben Landry, he'll hook you up with a pool or a hot tub. Uh, check him out. And man, he's got, they can get anything you want. Uh, he does it the right way. He doesn't rush you or anything like that. He'll take care of you as a client. A lot of pool companies won't. Uh, the next on the docket is visit our shop page at one one podcast.com. Well, we're forgetting uh, bogeys. Bogeys in Baton Rouge. Clayton. Uh, I was going to lead into that. Eh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Clayton. We'll we'll, 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 yeah. Clayton over at bogeys is taking good care of us. Uh, I got my bogeys cup right here. Uh, guys, we're going to try to go to bogeys this weekend. If the weather is right, it looks like it's about to get dark right now too, but, um, hopefully the weather is right this weekend where we can go over there for the masters and have like a good crawfish boil kind of set up for the masters. Uh, he'll take care of you over there. Let him know that the podcast sent you. Now I'm telling you, he, he really will take care of you. If you tell him that one team, one podcast brought you, uh, we're going to go try to hook up with, uh, uh, Jared Foster over there too. I got a t-shirt for oh, yeah. him. Uh, midweek games matter. He right. wanted a t-shirt. I told him like, dude, I got this t-shirt for you. We need to see you again. So uh-huh. uh, we'll try to hook up with him again this weekend. Maybe Great. we can do, we can have him on the show. Definitely. Um, and then we were talking about Sam Burns. Uh, I know John Peterson loves bogeys. So hopefully we can have some, uh, some golf pros on the podcast. Um, but we'll need to utilize bogeys a little bit more. We'll do some more live streams from there for sure. Um, we appreciate everybody for sticking with us tonight. We, um, follow us on all of our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we have some, uh, some merch that we're, we're pushing right now on Facebook and Instagram. So go to one team, one podcast.com. Yeah. Check out our YouTube page as well. Um, uh, we're trying to get more likes and views on YouTube, also, we just, uh, you didn't even know this, but we've uh, subscribed for Patreon. So I'm looking into oh, Patreon a little bit more. Um, not quite sure where that takes us right now, but I'm kind of exploring different things. But we've, we're on Twitch, but we're also on Patreon now. What is so Patreon? Patreon basically would unlock us to um, off, obviously our shows, but we would actually be able to give our members discounts on like say we did a golf event somewhere or say we did a whiskey tasting it would give actual members uh the rights to see some of the stuff that we're doing Hmm. uh so people can sign up to be members for our patreon so there's some bigger stuff going on that we wanted to kind of take a look at we'll see where that (laughs) kind of takes us but we're doing some lifestyle stuff here bro so this is not just lsu sports we're going to be doing yeah. bourbon we're going to be doing golf 
um we're going to be doing all of it so we're, we don't know where this is kind of taking us yet mm-hmm. right i don't know it's kind of it's kind of like a i'm a marketing guy <laughs> i just kind of go with it you have a world-class talent and a marketing whiz <laughs> <laughs> yeah what does that make yeah prestige worldwide prestige. <laughs> why why all why? right one team one podcast logging out we showed you what the goat was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Let's go! One team. Relax, big boy. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast.